spoiler alert. This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? Oh fucking ho, it's Christmas in Soprano lands. This week on No Fucking ZD, we'll be talking about guilt about pussy, Russian Christmas, and how we'll always be true. It's an all new episode of No Fucking ZD. Oh, yes. Merry Christmas. A little strip club music. <laughs> We're here drinking red wine, mm-hmm. listening to Santa's strip club music in like 80 degree fucking New York summer evening. Yeah, yeah. I like the red wine touch though. This is, this is a, a nighttime uh, no fucking ZD with a little red wine. We're going to relax. No fucking ZD at night. <laughs> We're both under the same blanket. Uh, welcome to No Fucking ZD episode 36. We're going to be talking about uh, to save us all from Satan's power tonight. Shit, it's 36? Mm-hmm. Was I here for 35? Mm, you were, but I don't... I think you completely checked out. I could see. I could just tell that your eyes were glazed over and you weren't listening to anything I was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was the one that we did on nuclear fission, right? Yes, that's the one. Yes. Um, so uh, it's Christmas time in Soprano land. Um, always a fun... I, I love, I mean, they, these episodes of Sopranos always make me miss Christmas. Yeah, big time. And Christmas is never as like cozy and like alcohol laden and turtlenecky yeah. as it is. You know, it's like... Christmas in New York is fun, but it's like sludgy and dirty and we walk everywhere. Yeah, yeah. But this is a nice idea of Christmas. It is. I I would love to just sit and enjoy the tree as Carmela does. (laughs) I know. I was thinking about that with like probably arguably like a $16 glass of wine yeah, in yeah. my palm. A, a giant, a gigantic tree, by the way. That thing is like 18 feet tall. It's which, stupid big. Yeah. It, you you bet your ass they didn't go and pick it out. They ordered that shit. Probably, That's yeah. the other thing. They don't, they don't go down there with their like little saw. No, <laughs> most certainly like, not. Yeah. Um, do, they, do you think they decorate it? Ooh, good call. Uh, probably not, right? May, well, maybe actually. Maybe Carmela does like a little bit or she does it like with... Uh, with with the maid, who I, I can't think of her name right now, um, the the Polish maid, Elena. <laughs> yes, maybe they. That's not her name. Okay, I just agreed with whatever you're going to say. Then. I forget. Um, but yeah, probably not. Right. I I feel like most of their stuff is outsourced. Well, it's a good thing because next week we're going to have Ada Totoro on here. Mm-hmm. Just to ask her about that. Yeah, that's the one question. Yeah, <laughs> We've exactly. had that scheduled for months, and that's the only thing we're going to be asking. Yeah, her is, so it's no spoilers, I yeah. guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it is. It's a nice, cozy Christmas. Uh, it's it's it it, but it also has like the stress miss part of it, as as Melfi likes to say. I mean, lots to do. You know, she's so droll, man. Yeah, I know. That's like stress miss. <laughs> I bet I bet that kills at her Christmas party. That's, though. Yeah, that's like a psychiatrist. <laughs> LOL, big time. Um, all right, okay. so. So this Christmas. is the Christmas podcast. Yeah. Um, what do you want for Christmas this year? What's on your Amazon wish list? Um, definitely. They made a new Segway that's like a hoverboard. Yeah. It has like a little stick in the middle. So, you know, it's a Segway. Yeah. And not a hoverboard. <laughs> do, do you think that AJ is still asking for uh, some kind of like, do you think he asked for a hoverboard <laughs> this year? Like 30 yeah. year old AJ? He's definitely like, thir- what, 32 or so? Yeah. Thir- I, I want to say he's 32 and he yeah. definitely asked for a hoverboard and maybe like a skateboard ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's Christmas. Uh, as as with the holidays in general, we all we all tend to get like you know a little a uh, little mournful on the holidays, and that's. Oh, kind I thought of, you were gonna say annoyed, but yeah, mournful. Mm-hmm. Well, that too, for sure. Yeah, yeah. mournful. Yeah, uh, um, you know, Tony's looking at the ocean, thinking about puss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that like I guess it's not so much. That he looks at the ocean, but the fact that it is Christmas time that makes him think of this stuff, I, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I think it's both, I guess, you know. Yeah. It's a look back at, like, you know, like, I'm sure he's thinking about, like, the top 10 mob look hits back from at the, the past the year. the first 100 Sopranos yeah, episodes. exactly. <laughs> um, I think it's just both, I guess. And then yeah. uh, Pauly brings him up in that scene, and, and they talk specifically That's about right. the Christmas, that Christmas, uh, when he had to, like kind of I guess he worked as kind of like a mediator between uh Junior and Jackie Senior. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And and it was the year that OJ got off too. Yeah, yeah. I want to say 94. Mm, well, I guess he would have got off in 95 actually. 95. Okay, yeah. so Christmas 94 5 yeah. whatever. It's Christmas 95 I think, yeah. It was Christmas. Yeah. Um, um interesting timing cuz there's a lot of OJ programming on the television right now. Yeah, and some of it I've only seen one of those things, the ESPN doc, and it's very good. I've seen both of them, and they're both really good. I'm, yeah. I'm two episodes into the ESPN doc, mm. and it's fucking awesome. It's incredible. In yeah. fact, 
Welcome to the OJ podcast. <laughs> I would honestly pivot right now and get into that yeah. if you want. <laughs> uh, it is kind of actually a masterpiece. So if you haven't seen it, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. ESPN. Yeah. Who knew? Yeah. Really, yeah. Really, really good. Um, I like Jackie's comment in Jersey that a fried is worthless ass. Yeah. Because, because that's so much of, of, of OJ's thing is that he was a celebrity and, mm-hmm. and in Hollywood it like... You know, they, they, they put the trial in these interesting places. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think in Jersey, they would have fried his worthless ass. Probably. Probably. To put it, to put it simply. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they did it in downtown LA and uh, the rest is is recent history. Yeah. That's um, so, yeah, a lot of nostalgia in this episode. And uh, a lot of, you know, the guys are looking back at uh, and kind of like brushing up or coming up against like sort of thinking about you know the kind of horrendous thing they did <laughs> to pussy yeah um kind of backing away from it when they get too close or in tony's case like literally walking out of the room when melfi brings that kind of stuff up so <laughs> yeah i know he like act, that, that he bait and switches melfi in this episode yeah he acts like he wants to talk about it because it's bugging him yeah and uh you know i mean Let's talk about his therapy okay. for a moment. Yeah, um, I think that he starts out innocently enough. He's like, here's the list of shit I got to do for Christmas. Yeah. And Melfi is like, okay, I'll bite. You know, she's like, oh, obviously you have to like pick up a gift and it's going to be like jingle all the way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm, classic. Tom Arnold. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like she thinks it's going to be some of those Christmas shenanigans. But no, yeah. he fucking shot his best friend yeah. a while back. And it wasn't years ago either. He says he says to Melfi that it's years ago. It was like months ago. I want to say. I think so, right? I mean, this is like still the time of the Sopranos when like there 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 wasn't like five years in between seasons. So like I think we're I think it was supposed mm-hmm. to basically be the same calendar year. I think right. Yeah, I don't if, remember. If not the one after. Well, because Meadow graduated at the end, and then she starts college. So that's right. Yeah, and then she got nailed. Yeah. Right. And now he's dead. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but, uh, yeah. So it, it, no more than a year has passed. Certainly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like six months. basically. Yeah, exactly. It's like years ago, years yeah. ago, but it, but actually now that we mentioned that it does make sense because, you know, one of the things that, um, that he says is that he hasn't thought about it since. Right. And I'm like, you haven't like over all this time, it hasn't come up. And maybe, I mean, since it's been that short a period of time, I guess it makes sense. Well, he, he, he thought about it at least briefly at his mom's funeral when you like see pussy in the mirror. So there's that. And right, then, well, right. Also, uh, I he, see pussy in the mirror all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I have pictures of pussies hanging behind all my mirrors. <laughs> um, and then, but also you had to deal with Angie just a couple episodes ago, but in our time, <laughs> that was several months ago for us. So. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. That <laughs> yeah. was like, that was like three seasons. That was years ago. This yeah. episode we did years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he, he, he brings this stuff up and like Melfi just like uh, incorrectly assumes that it's normal Christmas crap. Like, yeah, you know, stress like my sister and all that, all that bullshit. But no, it's some serious shit. And yeah. then she finally she like does her best and he totally snubs her in the in the following uh appointment. Yeah, it's it's crazy how honest he was, though. I, I like kind of forgot. Uh, it's been a long time since I've watched this particular episode for whatever reason. And mm-hmm. like when he first starts talking about it and just says like, I can't talk about it. I was like, I was writing down in my notes, like we'll have to talk about that on the podcast. Like he's upset about this thing, but can't even bring it up. And then I was kind of shocked that he even brought up, like he basically admits to where what happened, you know, like I, yeah. he, he's like, I found out he was talking to the feds and you can put the rest together. It's not like, yeah. Oh, you know, other people killed him. Yeah. He know? doesn't even like try pussyfooting around it. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> was that a good one? Uh, he, he like, he, it seems like he's like, well, I can't say anything. And then he's like, I guess I can say something. I, I killed him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause he just, he tells her. Yeah. Um, and she's like sort of frightened, but like he like softens it by asking if she, if he ruined her Christmas. Yeah. Which is interesting. Which he probably would have done like either way, you know, ruined her Christmas. Yeah. Just having him around probably. You yeah, know? definitely. Um, yeah. So it's, it's on his mind. It's definitely on his mind. Uh, um, to you say know, the least. yeah, it's end of the year, uh, that's going to come up and then, uh, you know, we get these flashbacks. Yeah, this is a this is you know the clip show. The clip show, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. celebrating three seasons. <laughs> it's crazy that they have the laugh track in there. Too. Yeah, exactly. And they actually have, uh, you know, in the original version, it was actually Tony and Polly in like in tuxedos mm-hmm. with like microphones, and they were like, "We're gonna take a look back at the yeah. best moments." Yeah, you know. 
Um, so yeah, we 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 do we look back at these past moments, and uh, and they're all kind of centered around like when did pussy flip? Yeah, and, and that's the big question. Yeah, I just like how it's not completely obvious when we have these flashbacks in the way that pussy's acting. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they're like, you know, they think to themselves, you know, it was the it was the sit down, blah, blah, blah. And we can go more into that. But I, I just like how when, when we have that scene where he throws the ashtray and it breaks the jukebox, mm-hmm. I like how it's kind of vague. Yeah. He's yeah, just yeah. wasted and like pissed. Yeah. And it's the holidays and people get, people get really moody around the holidays. They do. <laughs> they and definitely do. So like, you don't really know. Cause I was kind of watching when like Tony goes to like punch him in the face. Mm-hmm. Like does, does puss kind of, like move to cover himself mm. or like guard his shit, you know? Yeah. Cause his like Santa suit is sort of unzipping, but he doesn't seem uncomfortable with it. Right. Yeah. 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 And yet at the beginning of that scene, when Polly like taps him on the belly, he's like, Oh, Hey, ah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. True. So, I mean, he's probably wearing a wire at that point because he goes in there and like, it's about as subtle as a wrecking ball. He's like, Hey, yeah. Tony, you know, he's like fucking, uh, What's his name? Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I go back and forth still, and like, I guess, like, kind of like they do, because like the other thing too is like, you know, they are flashbacks, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're like totally factually accurate. You That's know? true. This isn't this isn't Blade Runner. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's they're not dreams, but like in a way you could like kind of like lump them in with the Soprano dream sequences in a weird way. Completely. I mean, we rarely get flashbacks. That's the other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're all kind of, they're just like, they're, you know, they're how Tony remembers it, I guess. It's like, so like, it might not even be exactly how it happened. Cause like, it's just kind of bizarre that like all these things on Tony's mind, um, all kind of happened in that that flashback like the one he has it's like oh jackie jr is also there and like he's such a good kid and like also to, in the present day tony's like worrying about him being a good kid and like totally so it's like oh that's a really you know good point I mean? like there's, maybe there's not just, there is an awful lot of parallels yeah like maybe these things are just like on his mind and he's just kind of like looking back and remembering things differently because they all always do that and like you know talking about the godfather days and that's all. actually really true that 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 that's, that's something that i hadn't even considered like i like in normal television in normal television, like parlance, yeah, the flashback is usually something to like reveal something or yeah. to, like set the record straight, and like you get the harp sound and the like wavy transition. <laughs> yeah. and it's like, oh yeah, Dad, you did do that, mm-hmm. and like that's the end of the sitcom. Right, but but this is sort of like an interesting thing where what you're saying actually makes sense for once. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't, like, reveal... <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't, like, reveal something so much as, like, make it even muddier, you know? Like, it right. actually makes things, like, even more confusing because then, like... I mean, the, the one thing is that, they, like, all... Like, Sil, Tony, and Polly all agree on these flashbacks. Like, yes, they did happen. So it's not like they're made up, you know no, what I mean? No, but, like, but you can tell the way that Tony remembers things, it is kind of like someone would remember things like yeah. he remembers that 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 pussy's back was was fucking him up and he mm-hmm. remembers that uh that um uh puss had to go on a cruise but mm-hmm. but he was like talking about how carmella doesn't and maybe he was like it seems like he was really into carmella at the time mm-hmm. i mean that must have been I want to say that was like right after they got married. Like they probably had just had Meadow at that point, so he probably wasn't his wasn't getting his dick sucked like too often. Yeah, well, I think it would, they would have been no, because Jackie Junior was like sixteen and that, so they would have been. Oh wait, yeah, no, or some of them, maybe some of them were. I think they're all supposed to just be like five years prior to the episode. Well, then what the fuck is going on? Because like Tony has all this hair. I know, so that's that is a weird thing, and like Polly's jet black. Like there's no sign of like they. I don't aged think Jack, a lot I don't think Jackie years. Jr. is supposed to be sixteen. Maybe not sixteen. I think but... he's supposed to be like the capital of Canada. That's not that fucking hard. I yeah, mean, but if for they, Jackie Jr. Junior year of high school, <laughs> <laughs> he just graduated college and yeah. he's like, hey, tell him the capital of Canada. Yo, he just turned eighteen. <laughs> What's the capital of Canada? He's got it up here. Hey. Uh, <laughs> God. Oh like, man, nothing that's to dark. be proud of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> but like, no, it's supposed to be. I mean, Meadow, Meadow was like eight at the time. Yeah, I guess so. Because she's yeah. like a little older than us. 
She would have been. She would have been like nine or ten, or eleven or twelve, I guess. If it's like nineteen ninety, if OJ was in, yeah, I mean, she would have been like eleven or twelve, I guess, depending on mm-hmm. her exact birth date, which I don't know off the top of my head. I can't remember. Honestly, um, it's tattooed on me somewhere, but you have to yeah, find yeah, yeah. It. yeah, yeah. We'll look for it after. It's fine yeah, when we yeah. turn the lights on. <laughs> it's pitch black in here, by the way, um, and we're under the same blanket. Oh, spilled my wine. But, <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, the flashbacks, like we were saying, like they, they all do agree. So there is like some, there's definitely some continuity there. But I like what you're saying that this isn't, this, this is not meant to set the record straight. Mm. Oh, and like you were saying too, like, like, yeah, it's kind of the way Tony would want to remember it. I was going to say like, he, he remembers Jackie senior being just like the coolest fucking guy ever, which I'm just not know, with so. his popcorn bag and his like one hand and he just yeah. doesn't touch the chair. And you he know? just says to pussy like, Oh, do you get laid? Like, Oh, like what a cool dude. Like he's like the cool teacher, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. But like, which, he's a cool boss. Yeah. Maybe sometimes they were, they were, he was cool, but like. The guy's a mobster, you know. He was he, probably an asshole. It definitely does have that like Vion Rose type vibe, mm. like like it does when he looks back at um, like stuff with his dad. Like things were so simple, mm. you know what I mean? In some ways, like things were so straightforward with so and so, and like you know, back in the golden age and stuff like that. Because like the vibe with Jackie, everything seemed like pretty mellow yeah. in a lot of ways. I mean, other than that crazy shit with Junior, as yeah. Polly puts it. But like, whenever we see, whenever we see Jack Senior in a um, in a flashback, it's always like seems like a cool guy, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, which is just probably not true, you know? It's- yeah, and like Tony <clears throat> seems to be like totally down with not being boss, but mm-hmm. like. You know Tony. He's he's been thinking about being boss since he was in short pants. Yeah, he yeah. had that had to have been on his mind. Yeah, totally. But, but I guess this was his like best. But I don't know. I mean, like now we're just kind of fishing. Well, yeah. Um, but you, you bring up Tony's dad though, and I I don't remember if this is the first time we've ever heard this, but old man Satrial killed himself. He yeah. shot himself in the head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Polly says it. Polly <laughs> says it like it's something. Like he he says it almost as if there's like it, there's like some sort of tragedy. Like a like yeah. a like a vi- not a victimless but like a but unpre- we couldn't prevent it like, yeah you know. exactly like there was a flood or like someone's roof caved in <laughs> exactly. or some shit like that and he's yeah. just like there's a lot of sadness in the neighborhood yeah, after, yeah. after old after and he says after your old man busted this place out yeah and old man Satrial put a bullet in his own head crazy you're just like oh yeah that is how they got Satrials. Which makes a lot of sense. I, I don't remember it ever coming up before this, right? Like, I no, don't, definitely not. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, uh, so we've seen we've seen um, John Boy chop off Satriel's finger, You're right? Yeah. But that's the only thing. So we yeah. know that like this was. <laughs> he was on his way. Good God, that's like it's it's very depressing, actually. It's, it's very dark and like crazy that so many people. I mean, this is like maybe just a TV thing, but like that many people really come and like line up around the block to go into the back of this like kind of scummy por- uh, pork store. I was gonna say I mean, porn well, store. Well, I mean, I feel like in in neighborhoods like that, especially back in the day, it, it was like a it was like a poor immigrant neighborhood, basically. Yeah, but like the, the year Italians, 2000, though, I mean, I don't know. I know the year 2000 is a little different. <laughs> With the, with the poverty of yeah. the Mezzogiorno and all yeah. that stuff, but We're no, I mean, but I mean, back century. in the day, like starting that tradition can't have been that hard. Like no, you've got all you yeah. got all these baby boomer Italians who like want fucking gifts yeah. for their kids, you know? Yeah, it just seems weird. Like in like it was it was. We're, we were basically in the information age at that point. Like, yeah. people knew who the fuck these guys were. Yeah, Amazon was probably putting them out of business at that point. But yeah, just about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but maybe they do it like as a way of giving back well they, they're handing yeah, i guess so i mean they're handing out they're handing out envelopes at the thing i mean are the, is there money in that maybe i, I don't but know what, what what would the motivation be other than like goodwill from the public yeah probably just to, something like that yeah probably just to like to win their favor and um i'm sure there's also just like maybe a lot of businesses showing up who are just terrified of them doing the same thing to them mm-hmm. and or they already have and they're just like you know i guess i guess if you're afraid of them you're just going to show up but it's funny to me that all these kids are like sitting on like Bobby's lap. <laughs> okay. Just... That's one of the best, like that's one of the best scenes in the history of Sopranos. Truly unbelievable. Really. The whole sequence of Bobby stuff. The whole sequence of Bobby. Oh yeah. Yeah. At the beginning how he's, well, first of all, he says we didn't wrap them. So the kids know what they're getting. Yeah. Which is absurd. Yeah. It reminds <laughs> me of AJ actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's wasteful of the environment. Um, you know that junior was like, yeah, we're not going to wrap them so the kids know what they're getting. Yeah. Like, just 
what? <laughs> and then, uh, and then him like trying on the on the suit, and he's getting all cr- like cranky about it. And Polly calls him a fat so. <laughs> Even without the patent, the suit's too small on this fat so. <laughs> God, the shot of Polly calls him a fatso to his face. <laughs> the shot of Polly like standing up, like 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 when Bobby's like first turning down the job, and like it's it goes from like kind of funny, they're like, "Come on, Bobby, you're gonna do it," to like super serious when Polly stands up. Yeah, cracks me the fuck up. Just yeah, the walk it's like they're not him. they're not making it. Yeah, he goes, "This is the boss of this yeah. family," and Polly just goes full on into his job yeah exactly he's like there's a guy refusing my boss it doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's for money or for like some deal that we want to do or to wear the fucking santa suit yeah yeah but his job is to intimidate yeah and he did his job <laughs> oh god it's so good but i can't i think he's kind of fucking with him too i think that like he was just like the boss of this family he's like screaming at him like Maybe. a football coach well bobby i mean you know as the kids uh, bobby's very easy to intimidate it seems because the little kid felt he could also do it later in the episode which is just also amazing he really got under his skin yeah um well before we wrap up i guess we should just like so i mean what do you think was pussy a rat back then is this just their guilt are they just like kind of looking back and like you know revisionist history here i want to say yes because here's the thing you don't miss a sit down without like at least calling yeah you know even in 95 or texting yeah even in 95 (laughs) he could have beeped someone (laughs) right you know what i mean like and and oh, also shout out to Gigi, by the way. Little, mm. little death rattle from Gigi. Oh, true, in that, true, in true. That scene. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I think Puss was wearing a wire. I think I think yeah. he was flipped. Whether he was wearing a wire or not, we may never know. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I I, I don't remember because it's just hard to say. I don't it's, know. It's I and that's this is life, man. Yeah, it's I guess. Rustico. Well, yeah, I think that's kind of yeah, exactly, and that's sort of what they're going for. And, yeah, but but I. You know, and then it's also like maybe they're all kind of desperately searching for like maybe they're all like sort of on the fence about what happened. They're like, well, fuck, man, we killed like one of our best friends. Well, they're having like he better have been a rat. I mean, this is this is. Yeah, I mean, totally. But this is also one of those things that people do Mm -hmm. where they're like, I did the right thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then like you get so wrapped up in weird details. Like who knows if any of those moments were like if you looked at it from Puss's end. Yeah. Who knows if any of those moments were actually like of significance yeah like he might have been like yeah i was wearing a wire but like no i was just wasted that night yeah that's true that's a good point too you know what i mean like like such is life Mm -hmm. man yeah it's it's, it's, it's tough to say um uh we also so still has a dream this episode i think he's aside from christopher the if the first other mob guy to have a dream has anyone else had one yet um, they do later like Polly has his weird his weird shit later with like the Virgin Mary and all this other stuff Polly has his weird shit later with the Virgin Mary we don't see any of his dreams when he can't yeah. sleep earlier right um, right right we get some vibes with Chris with the we're out of mayo etc yeah but no I think that I was trying to think about who we get dreams from and it's obviously Tony Melfi Melfi Carmela Carmela um and then, uh, Sil, Polly, the kids never have Chrissy. One. None of the no, we never get dream sequences because who cares? Come yeah, like, <laughs> just like boobs floating in the sky for AJ. <laughs> it's, it's like a Beavis and Butthead episode. It's like, uh, and then Meadows is probably like even dumber somehow. It's like textbooks just flipping, just <laughs> flipping like by really fast. Textbooks and like shitty bands. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, Adriana might have like a weird. Th- I actually don't think she has any either. No, yeah. uh, but but the, the, there's one that jumps out at me, Carmela, at the beginning of. Uh, season six B I want to say yeah 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 it's a couple Carmela has a couple with Adriana in him. um not that Adriana dies or anything later in the season in season five episode 12 no no, um, no. it's Carmela certainly that doesn't happen then. yeah um but uh so yeah I think I think I guess it's just tough to say it's impossible to say they're all just gonna forever be questioning it and uh you know it's just another like onion layer peeled off because of they mob. fucking killed this dude and yeah. that's what they can't get out from under you know what I mean they yeah. ki- they killed him they fucking killed they killed him dead yeah you know? and I, I think like you know i don't know the whole uh again the whole like is tony a complete sociopath thing like i, I he knows that like yeah that was pretty fucked up actually he was like yeah. my quote-unquote best friend well you know? that's that's when like you're really put 
to the edge where it's like, <laughs> are you going to go along with this set of rules that someone invented? Mm-hmm. You know, and like we don't have to go into my thoughts on organized religion in general, but mm-hmm. like, you know, in the mafia, these are just rules that someone made up. Right. That they're following and now has ended someone's life. Right. I mean, it's ended a lot of people's life, but I, but it's, 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 you know, the impetus was on Tony mm-hmm. vis-a-vis these rules yeah, to I end mean, someone's life. And now he's like, you know, it's that kind of thing where like in theory, you're like, yeah, that's never going to happen, but whatever. Sure. Like I'll enforce that. Yeah. 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 But then it happens and you're like, oh shit. Mm. That's why that's there. Yeah. Pretty wild. Uh, and, um, you know, we uh, we get the Bill- Big Mouth Billy Bass back in this episode. The Big Mouth to, Billy uh, Bass fucking kills me because it's. I found them so annoying mm-hmm. when 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 I was when I forget when that was like when like, I was in high school and that yeah. was that was popping off. Yeah, ninety nine, two thousand, I guess. It's yeah. like the kind of shit that they had at diners. Yeah, um, but hysterical they, they found a way to make it very funny on the show, and of yeah. course, like it had like weirdly so much meaning actually, which is kind of insane. Uh, yeah with the take me to the river etc like all of the water imagery is really really good it is yeah i mean even even certain things that they say i don't know if they did it on purpose but like sill says and it wasn't at the bottom of the christmas box it was like right on top but sill says like guess what we found at the bottom of the christmas box Mm. this is the bottom you know what i mean yeah it's like it's kind of an interesting vibe you know yeah yeah. um one thing i did want to point out is that uh aside from puss uh this conflict that Jack and uh, Junior, Jack and Corrado were having. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, it's over uh, Corrado hijacking Jackie's truck or one of Jackie's trucks. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch that? No. I, yeah. It's, it's, I wasn't uh, watching. They mention it. <laughs> they mention it like super briefly. Like at some point, they're like, oh, yeah. The, like at one point, Polly says that crazy shit with your uncle. But then at some point, someone says like, you know, oh, yeah, like Corrado hijacked one of Jackie's trucks. Okay. And it reminds me of all of the shit that uh, that that Chrissy goes through with Junior and oh, him acting true. so high and mighty about that. That's a good point. Yeah, even yeah, though yeah. apparently he pulled the same shit and it was like a big thing. I that flew right by me, but yeah, good point. Huh? Fucking Junior. Oh, Junior. Yeah, he's he's just never gonna. Ch- I mean, you see everybody in that scene and they all look different. Junior walks in, he looks exactly <laughs> the fucking same. For him, yeah. yeah, he's just got a hat on. Yeah. Um, all right, so we should wrap up for uh, for this first part here. The one minor thing I want to bring up in one of the flashbacks, actually in that flashback when they go from the junior sit down to pussy showing up, why did they do that weird editing transition with like the <laughs> flip thing? Like they could have done like that. Uh, they should have just dissolved or something, or like sh- like shown a clock going by. Or, Once in a blue uh, moon, they do like a ridiculous transition like that. Yeah, but that's like just like a stock thing in avid where it's just like it's up, so like cam- flip like it's so campy yeah like the other transitions like there's an episode way later where they kind of do like a weird wipe you know at least that takes a little bit of finesse and you can kind of make it yourself but like this is just like yeah oh, we're out of time quick throw that on i was just like no when i when i saw that I'd, been, <laughs> I'd forgotten that was in there and it was just like no sopranos david chase why but <laughs> i mean hey it's <laughs> I, I, it's campy it's that's one of the, for sure yeah it's camp- it's one of the very like few few things that i have a uh, problem with and uh that's that's one of them that's yeah, just like oh boy it's definitely campy no. and actually one of the things i wanted to mention and no one else has noticed this but i'm pretty sure i i the, one of the strippers the one that says the one that's talking to sill in his dream mm-hmm. with the huge fake boobs mm-hmm. she looks exa- she looks exactly like, <laughs> she looks exactly like gloria trillo oh really has that no I actually one else didn't notice that? So tweet us about that. Because you know what? I notice that every fucking time and her voice sounds like kind of the fucking same, you know, like she's got that like, like slightly nasal, like mm. deep Jersey chick voice. I'll have to go back and watch that scene several times and uh, <laughs> in slow-mo yeah. and, and just check it out. Watch I'm it just, backwards, yeah, I'm forwards, just not sure. freeze frame. <laughs> I mean, I'm just putting that out there yeah. into the universe. All right. Just well, trying to contribute here. Guys, everyone just watch it with your kids, you know, ask your kids <laughs> if they look alike. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Show them the boobs. The boobs specifically is what I'm talking yeah. about. <laughs> the boobs look like Gloria's face is what yeah. you're saying. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, take a little break. Let's maybe uh, just uh, just stop down for a second. I don't know. Where I'm, I'll edit that part out. Um, and we'll be back for... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't edit that out. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought mid, mid-sentence. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, Mr. Valdez. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, Janice's uh, nerve involvement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about Aaron falling asleep, which is my fucking favorite. Yep. Uh, and we're going to talk about... Jack. Jack, Jack. Jr. Yeah. Jack Jr. Mm-hmm. 
He will always be true. <laughs> oh, boy. What a douchebag. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will be right back. No Fucking ZD is brought to you by the boss and his family. So, uh, Satan. <laughs> he ain't heavy. He ain't heavy. Welcome back uh, to the OJ documentary the OJ podcast. Documentary podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually the uh, the Aaron narcolepsy podcast mm-hmm. now. I love that he fell asleep next to his glass of Carlo Rossi. <laughs> In which which one is that? In the in the on the couch or that the? Uh, no, that's at the table. The when, table when Janice starts crying. Yes, and he like he's like he looks like he's, he's, he's in the middle of chopping an yeah, onion. Yeah, there's like the knife is in the onion, which I love. <laughs> like, is that, that that seems like too campy for Sopranos, but it's so funny. It works, man. It, it's like it, something from Naked Gun. Like it's like yeah. it's like such like schlocky humor, but it yeah. works so well. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's like a legit thing. I know and that like, narcolepsy is a legit you know, thing, and, but like they tri- like even Carmela's like, oh, the poor thing. <laughs> you know, it's not like, um, oh, but well, my she God. takes that shit more seriously than Janice's nerve involvement. Well, you know, well, I guess actually at this particular time, Janice is like for real, kind of hurt. Uh, She's for real, of. kind of hurt. Yeah, I, sort yeah, of. Right. <laughs> I think you said that correctly. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying half the time. Uh, so let's get into Janice here. Janice uh, costume issues at the beginning of the season, and uh, right, those are coming back. Or they oh, yeah. came she back. She stole the leg, right? And she got roughed up. She had to she had to escort that guy to the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still funny. And uh, and she happens to catch Tony, who's feeling very guilty about the pussy thing and wanting to just do good things. Which pussy thing? Which uh, <laughs> per well, se? Both really probably gloria oh, and big pussy there's a yeah. lot of pussy for him to feel guilty about very Let's true just put it that very way very true um but you know he's in a particularly giving mood because he doesn't want to maybe feel like you know as we'll say later a toxic person here and so this is what he does when he yeah. feels like a toxic person he starts going around handing out cash mm-hmm. like doing nice things and then he eventually does something like not as nice right which uh <laughs> mr what's his name so Tony is Mr. Valdez in this case, but yes, the guy who drives the Odessa cab, Igor, Igor thing is it's definitely yeah. Igor. And actually, if we could back up a step, mm-hmm. I love this Russian guy that he launders money through. No, oh, me too. Yeah, it, it's going to lead to some amazing shenanigans in the next episode. Yeah, right. Where away. they have to chase down this interior decorator. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but <laughs> this guy is so funny. Is this is the first time we've seen him, right? Yeah, I think yeah. we've like heard a little bit about it here and there, but for the most part, yeah. And he gets in there and he's like, and he's like, oh man. And Tony says something, like, makes small talk about about what he has to do for Christmas, and and the guy goes, "You don't know the half. Russian Christmas <laughs> don't come till mid January." <laughs> that's a great <laughs> that's joke. That's a good joke. It's a really, really great joke. <laughs> Um, yeah, we, I think it is the first time we meet him and it's, it's yeah. a nice setup for next week, which we'll of course get to, what do you think? Like March of next year, yeah. probably. Yeah. But it, the fun, I was thinking about the Pine Barrens and it's like one of the classic Sopranos episodes. Mm-hmm. We probably have like 20 minutes worth of shit to talk about. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of tough. We're about. gonna have to talk about OJ. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, so yeah, Tony adds this, this little thing to his list and Really, that's it. Actually, is that, the, is that I? I always wonder: is this transferring the cannolis? Yes, it is. Because okay. I think he walks out and crosses it off. Right. Everything else is like kind of written in, in code on that thing. If it has to do with crime, and then he just writes <laughs> Janice is Russian. I know, I know, I know. And it, but it's so funny because it, it that could have been like a cheesy TV device, so mm-hmm. that we know what's on Tony's mind. Yeah. But it's written a in really shitty handwriting. Yes, like, you can't read it. I used to think it says it said tra- transit cannons. Right. Okay. Uh, but it says transfer cannolis. But then it just says Janice's Janice's Russian. Yeah. And it's like, you know, on a lesser show, mm-hmm. maybe he would have written rough that dude up. Yeah. Or something exactly. like that. You know. Don't forget to beat him up. Don't forget yeah. to beat Russian guy. Yeah. The notebook also works though because Melfi gave that to him for a very serious reason and now he's using it for this. <laughs> and he throws it at her in this episode too. <laughs> it's just, yeah. So it works he on multiple it. levels. He hates, he hates notebooks. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess really that's that's kind of it. Like, this is, it's a, one of the more simple storylines of the episode. But um, you know, Tony gets to like feel the Christmas spirit in this bizarre, strange way. And yeah. um, I also backing up a little bit, love the reveal that after this whole season of Janice like finding God. Uh, we find out that actually Christian music is one of the most profitable music uh, yeah. genres in the industry. It really which is. is. Just makes it's, so much sense. It's it's like absurdly, absurdly lucrative. Really? Yeah. It's like that and country music and Latin music. It's like everyone wants to make rap beats, but like yeah. you want to make it, dude, get in on the fucking Latin market. Yeah. Like Romeo Santos, who's the guy whose music you hear every time you walk by a kitchen in a restaurant to get to the bathroom. Just like that plucky. Yeah, that's Romeo Santos. Dude sold out Yankee Stadium four nights in a row last wow. year. Wow. And you've never heard of him. No, I have not. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the, I mean, the country music makes sense to me. And I guess even in a way, the Christian well, music with makes... With all the Trump votes and everything. Yeah. <laughs> but, and also, along the same lines, the Christian music makes sense to me that it's popular, but right. it's just funny and interesting to me that, that it's it's so profitable, I guess. That seems strange to me. That, hey, man. Hey. He ain't heavy. <laughs> he ain't heavy, yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear their actual album, like, fully made. I really wish they just released something like that. I gotta say, I mean, I, I'd love to get... I mean, she gives Cozzarelli a demo. Mm. Oh, true. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which he looks just, like, terrified of. <laughs> but, uh, but, I mean, I'm kind of not super mad at the track they were working on. It's not bad. S- solid harmonic motion, mm-hmm. you know, a major, like, couple e- e majors. E majors, some a major, mm-hmm. you know, like, <laughs> and like someone needs to explain to them, like when you're a real rocker, you don't have to say major, you just say a, right. You know? And that's right. how people know you're cool. Right. So right. Like, right. A E, right. you know, we already know the scale that we're in here. And it's I O U. Right. A E I O U. The five chords. The five chords. That's uh, it. Uh, as popularized by the Beatles, <laughs> I believe the beat, the, the Beatles. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, and also shout out to Aaron. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny as fuck. I'm surprised they didn't give him a spinoff. You know, does he make it to the end of the season? I forget if we see. No, him no, no. Again. He gets into debt with Tony, and then they fucking right. They, ice they him bust for, him out. They, yeah, they bust him out. <laughs> for his, like, no, actually, we see him. Um, he comes back. He comes back in season six. Right. And spoiler alert: he's wearing a shirt. Yes. That is from a Terry Schiavo oh, rally, god. and it says "You Go, Girl." <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I forgot it said that, but dude. I, it kills me. Oh it boy. kills me. Uh, anyway, he's and I mean, we were talking about Matouche last week being one of the most low key consequential characters. Mm-hmm. Aaron is one of the most not low key inconsequential characters <laughs> in the show, but he's so funny to me. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm excited now to see. I I don't think he comes back after this episode. I think like no. I mean, because here's the thing. I mean, like Janice was, I guess, in some ways, like Tony after mm-hmm. the Richie thing, probably kind of doing something similar where she was just like, Trying after the Richie thing and after getting beaten up for stealing a prosthetic leg, I think was kind of like, to her at least, the finding God part was real. I kind of would have been like, what am I up to? Like, yeah. What is, why, why am I doing this? I, I don't know if I would have found Jesus. I probably would have right. just like gotten a job and gotten on with my life. Right. You're a sane, normal person. So that makes sense. Sometimes. Janice Soprano is not. Um, and so, but yeah, I mean, she's kind of doing the same thing, like kind of like uh, making herself feel better about what she's done with this whole this Christian music thing. Mm-hmm. And I guess once Tony beats up Igor and I, that's like it, right? That's the end of that story in a way it's yeah, kind of just and, like and, well because like in the news he says that it's a, a roving youth gang mm. who like <laughs> yeah she says that he says it's a roving youth gang and which i, I would describe tony and furio as that actually <laughs> well but it's just clear that they that like he is like trying to throw the cops off of it and yeah, o- yeah. clearly i mean in the next episode this dude tony's back at this dude's at slava's restaurant yeah 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 and clearly there's no beef. Well, I mean, it doesn't sound like Igor was really involved with, like, the Russian mob. He was just, like, Svetlana's friend who just was, like, a tough guy, right? Like, oh, I get it. That makes sense because, like, I don't know. It just always struck me how how quick Slava was to be like, I'll fuck this dude up for you. Yeah. Like, and I guess it's, it's just supposed to show how serious he is about business. Right, right, right. Yeah, which uh, we, we we will see more of next week. And then I guess that was also, I mean, we'll talk about it next week. But an, an, another mm-hmm. reason people thought like, oh, this guy will be coming, coming back for revenge like next week. But, you know, of course, no, that doesn't really happen. Um, 
But I do like that. Yeah, we get Aaron back and we get fucking Matouche back, but none of this interior decorator guy. Yeah, none of this, yeah. I, I do like how slowly and like subtly that stuff is kind of happening in the background, though. Like like the, the Russians were introduced, uh, the Russian element was introduced just like really in a small, tiny way early in the season. Now we get a little bit of, a little bit of this. When? I can't well, Just remember. with Janice. I mean, and then I. F- oh, right, right. Well, yeah. Just with Janice. So we've been the, seeing and, a lot of Russian boobs. Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, from the beginning. But when Janice is in the hospital, I think Tony says like don't fuck with the Russians or something like that so like we get the idea um, but yeah I was just thinking about watching it like you know this is the point of the season where like a lot of the threads start to get kind of tied up you know yeah completely Um, and this episode since it's like episode 10 it's not episode 12 they're just tying up some of like the smaller threads here and like um, yeah I, I think it I think that's I think it's nice that it's like what we've said all along which is that We've got all of these characters. We've got some basic rules and some and some structure to this universe. Mm-hmm. And now we can kind of fill it in a little bit. And so it's like, oh, there's this Russian thing happening. And this is like one of the many ways Tony deals with cash. Right, yeah. Of which he gets a lot, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so while it's kind of closing that door, it's also like meeting like, is it Valerie or Valkyrie? I believe it's just Valerie, meaning uh, the interior decorator. Um, is like opening the door for like the last part of the season two. So I, I just right. like like right, structurally right, right, right. and just from like a writing standpoint, production standpoint, like you know, there it's like there was stuff that they just had to kind of check off just to get out of the way to like make room for the, these last couple episodes, and which are fucking unreal. Yeah, and so the Janice thing was one of them. That's really kind of the end of Janice's like kind of like small story from the season yeah um and then there's segueing here good segue um the meadow and jackie jr thing and uh-huh. like obviously there's gonna be a lot more jackie jr coming up but like this is kind of the end of the meadow tony noah story this episode right she's officially she's officially into jackie yeah she's in on the italian dude from jersey like her dad right yeah. and she she she's a believer Mm-hmm. You know, she's doing it. And like uh, what I what 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 struck me, actually, now that you mention it, is that um, Jackie shows up. And by the way, Tony's face when while in his robe on Christmas mm-hmm. Day, while Jackie is like handing over all these gifts is so funny. Yeah. While like he's staring Jackie down and Jackie's staring at him and then looking back. <laughs> it just kills me. And Med- Meadow has no idea. <laughs> right. And um, fucking after she gets the locket or whatever the fuck dumb yeah. thing it was from Jackie that he got with Matusha's money. Um, <laughs> uh, True. Uh, Jackie goes to talk to Tony in the kitchen and then Meadow runs over to Carmela and she's like, ooh, let me see. You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, oh, they're becoming more similar. Yep. Because they both just got jewelry from there. Or maybe, uh, maybe Carmela hasn't gotten her bracelet yet. Well, she gets it right after. Right after. Least, but yeah. the point is that like, they're kind of, you know, she's becoming her mother's daughter mm-hmm. in a very serious way. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, Jack is not the brightest bulb in the uh, Christmas no. lights. No, not at all. No. Um, and uh, and Tony sees that and sees himself in the same situation. I mean, what's the difference between that I will always be true locket or whatever and like the sapphire ring that he gave Carmela Carmela last episode, you know. Gosh, it, it's, it's a good it's a good point. Uh, the only difference is it's his daughter yeah, and exactly. not his wife. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> he has a lot more respect for Meadow than Carmela in a yeah, lot of ways. He does, yeah. Uh I like I like the I like that shot that you're mentioning though, where he's like on the robe and like kind of just like right in between them. It's like, oh yeah, Tony will always kind of be like hovering over her shoulder in between her and her uh her love life and uh and he's just he's just like ah oh, fuck what did i do you know he is and and he's like he's just like not he's so smug about it and like the when he like kind of sidles by meadow and he's like kind of smiling like, yeah it's just he's so obviously just livid you know yeah let's talk about let's talk about uh jackie getting his ass beat by tony yeah 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 that's see we've said a while ago or maybe we were talking about straight murder, but mm-hmm. like we said at one point, we were like, okay, this is the last time we're going to see Tony like fuck some dude up. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And we were wrong. And we were wrong. Yeah. He fucks Jackie up like <laughs> yeah. really bad. And Igor, but we don't see that. But we don't yeah. see that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like True. we don't really see that until like he has the fist fight with Bobby, I think. I'm just setting us up to be wrong again. Yeah. <laughs> but because he does have one with Ralphie too, actually. Oh, yeah. So. Now that you mentioned <laughs> 
<laughs> so actually and also there was one with ralphie earlier this season <laughs> and there's also one with gloria this season oh boy yeah <laughs> okay we never mind way wrong he's about a pretty everything. violent guy <laughs> <laughs> okay now that i think about it yes the murders Look, mm-hmm. we were younger more inexperienced podcasters yeah. <laughs> like, um but yes so he he totally beats jackie up yeah, they go to I mean, and I love the way that this sequence works out because it's all bad luck for Jack. Yeah, he you know, uh, Artie and, and Charmaine are having this thing, which is hilarious because <laughs> mm-hmm. Charmaine looks amazing. And Artie, Artie has an earring now, by the way. Don't forget. <laughs> um, Artie has an earring. Uh, Charmaine's ass is improved, mm-hmm. as uh, as Syl puts it. And Tony decides to leave uh, Vesuvio mm-hmm. because uh Charmaine was rude mm-hmm. to him. Yeah. And so they wind up at this strip club down down on the turnpike, I I assume. Yeah, 46th Street. I'm trying to think of where that would be, but I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. It's and so they end up at this rando club mm-hmm. where Jack probably thought he was okay. I mean, he's yeah. not getting a lap dance at the Bing. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's not that blatant, but still. He is on a couch just like next to the bar. Yeah, I know. Like I've gotten a lap dance before and it's usually like at least behind a curtain. <laughs> Or, or in a phone booth yeah. <laughs> or something like that, you know? It's right. not just on a couch in the middle of the thing. And there certainly aren't tits involved like mm-hmm. that. No, but no, no, definitely like, not, yeah. She's got, like, big, like, Willy Wonka, like, funhouse boobs. Yeah, happening. yeah. And that seems like a pretty lonely bachelor party because it seems like Jackie's the only one there. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> it sounds like he was on his way home and he's just like, oh, lap dance. Yeah, yeah, I just guess. you get a lap dance. Sure, why not? Why not? Because um, Tony's there, right? Tony catches him. They take a shot of something with a with a slice of orange. Um, they do. Oh yeah, he like forces Jackie to take a shot. No, like Tony, Sill, and Chris are all hanging out at the bar. Oh, yeah, they're just t- like having a good time, good Christmas time. You know, just drinking. Yeah, just drinking and doing shots with with an orange wedge that they take off the bar. Which my like, no, it was on li- a little. It was on a little napkin. Was it on a napkin? Yeah, that's how okay. they do it at, at like classy places. Because like my that. like borderline. Germophobia kicked in big time there, and I was like, "Don't do it! What are you doing? That's disgusting!" <laughs> really? No, no. It's it, this is one of those fancy places where if you do, if you get like more than one shot, they don't okay. put on the glass. They just give you like a bar napkin with okay, a bunch right, of fruit well, on it. Okay, that makes so, like, me feel a lot suck better. Suck on this. Great. I'll sleep tonight. I'll sleep well tonight. Good to know. Tony did not die of salmonella. Great. Um, but he does. He he, he catches Jackie immediately, uh, and they go to have a little talk in the bathroom, which uh, would be terrifying it would be terrifying and like it's one thing that he had tits in his face but Mm. then then tony finds the gun right which i think i mean when when jack gets the gun from ralph Mm -hmm. which i don't think we mentioned last episode i think we we talked about it i think we yeah if we didn't anyway we're mentioning it now yeah so yeah whatever yeah look just fucking watch the show yeah Yeah. exactly these assholes (laughs) always got something to say um Anyway, uh, so, but I think that like, you know, the gun is, the gun represents something because the gun is like him on a different level, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of consequences, but also just in terms of like his level of commitment to the game. Right. And, um, and I think Tony finding it, I don't think, I don't think he would have smacked Jackie around if he hadn't found the gun. Well, he finds it kind of towards the ends. There's no way. There's he. I think he was just trying to freak him out. He was just like yelling at him. I think he finds mm-hmm. the gun and he's like, "Okay, well, you made it. You made it a conversation in this new paradigm. Yeah, by carrying a fucking firearm. Yeah, I think the gun is towards the end. I think he has slapped him up a little bit, but then after he finds the gun is when he like knees him in the in the balls and just like throws yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, okay. Like okay. Him. Good point. So yeah. it's clear that. At the beginning, though, he's not really trying to hurt him. Well, he, uh, yeah, at the beginning, you're, you're kind of right because he asks, he tells him to get up and like put your fists up. Like yeah. we're gonna fight right now, which is like, and it's like it's kind of. I mean, it's not. I don't want this to sound wrong, but it's kind of fatherly in a way, right? Where he's like, Definitely. "I'm trying to teach you a lesson. Like, toughen the fuck up." You yeah. know what I mean? Not that like it's cool to like fight with your kids like that <laughs> right. but like it's sort of it's paternal he's trying to teach him a lesson it absolutely is i agree yeah I, yeah I, if because yeah, again I'm a, I'm a broken record here but like the the parentage thing the parental influence season three i know, I it, know. but yeah. it comes up very directly in this when uh you know so tony beats him up at the strip club which, by the way, if Tony like raised his fist to me and told me to fight him, I would have just pulled the gun out and shot myself in the head, <laughs> <laughs> or like, or in the kneecap or yeah, something. Or like, 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 ah! <laughs> yeah, it, it, just shoot both my fists. I up. think that would like totally. Yeah, I think yeah. that would work. And also, 
I mean, oh, well, all I was going to say was like that knee to the balls. That's meant that that's just meant for pain. And that's yes. just that's just Tony taking out rage. You're right. There's you're no right. longer a lesson. He's like, he's like, now you're someone that I want to hurt. Ex- yeah, it's yeah, exactly. You're just trash. Like you're, you know, you're a piece of shit under my shoe, basically, at this yeah, point. Exactly. Um, but, you know, the fatherly thing, like in the, uh, you know, after they've opened the presents, you know, he kind of pulls Jackie into the kitchen. Let's go have a little conversation. And, uh, you know, there's a pretty like direct comparison between Tony and Ralphie here. Cause like, you know, Jackie tells him he's dropped out of school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just kind of like, you know, Ralphie did the same thing. And like, he makes a ton of money now. Like what's the big deal. And right. so you do have like the two father figures for Jackie here, kind of like, kind of, you know, their philosophy is like butting heads directly in that scene where right. Tony kind of like did want to be a fatherly figure to this person at least like try to get try to get him on the straight and narrow right whereas like ralph is you know the the devil on the other shoulder giving him the gun which i don't think tony knows about quite yet um no definitely not yeah so they kind of use jackie jr in a way as like you know a thematic kind of like device for this season where it's like Mm -hmm. this is you know like this is how kids are influenced by their parents or, or, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, figures in their life like their parents like that, you know? Well, and it's also one of the, I guess not one of the first, cause there's been a lot, but it's yet another way in which Tony and Ralph are at odds Mm -hmm. and they're not even dealing with one another. Like we haven't, they haven't had a scene together in a really long time. Yeah. It's been like two episodes probably. Yeah. Yeah. It's been like six months, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Um, years ago. Yeah. Years ago. Mm -hmm. But it's this thing that happened years ago, (laughs) but uh, no, it's like, I mean, they haven't seen each other in a long time and yet Tony is building up aggression toward Ralph again. Right. And, but you know what? Ralph wasn't there when Tony and Jack were talking on Christmas day Right. And so all of that's directed to Jackie. You right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, Jackie's such a piss poor liar. I think I could really do well if I applied myself. Yeah. It's like, was he, do you think he was directed in that scene to sound like a fucking pussy? It's t- or is he just a bad actor? I know. I don't know. Please come on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Serbone. Yeah. Uh, Serboni, maybe? I don't know. Serboner. 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 Um, I don't know. He's definitely like a stiff and wooden, he, you know, actor or character. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I mean, I think that it whatever he's doing works for the character like nine times out of ten. It does. But like, because he is kind of like a loser. He's like he's a zero with muscles. You know yeah, what I mean? He, yeah. A zero with Oakleys and muscles. And he probably drives like a fucking like white Mustang or something. I want to say. Yeah. Do we ever see the outside? Well, no. Metal crashes the car. Oh yeah, it's like a Chevrolet Malibu or something. Yeah, actually, come yeah. to think of it. But, uh, anyways. Yeah. So, uh, but like he's he he just sounds so dumb. He does. Yeah. It's and, not gonna work for him. But I think that like I, I honestly think he's confused. And I don't, I don't mm-hmm. just mean like he's a confused kid. I think that he is really looking at Tony going like, which way do you want me to be? Mm-hmm. Like, look at how you are and look at all that you have. Yeah. And like, I'm just trying to be like you and like make it into your family. Like, why is this not cool? And he looks at Christopher. Mm-hmm. Christopher is like his one of his main role models also. And Christopher is where he is because of Tony. Right. I honestly think that he's like, well, what the fuck? Like, why? You know, and he's like. And t- Tony says that he, you know, he told his dad that he'd specifically keep him out of that. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't have much to add there. It's, it's just that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, I guess really just the big difference between, as we said last week, the big difference between like him and Tony and, and Christopher is that as weird as it sounds, they are they did put the work in and like pay their dues, you yeah. know? Uh, and we'll we'll talk about that more in a couple of weeks when, when Jackie gets into some, gets into some trouble and asks Tony like will you do the same thing and Tony's just basically like figure out the difference like we did it differently you know yeah um, which I don't to- completely buy mm, but uh that's a that's a conversation for next time yeah next uh summer 2017 <laughs> Not, yeah, yeah. or <laughs> something like that um all right I think that pretty much wraps it up I mean we yeah. we, we touched on Charmaine I, I'd um, love to be touching on Charmaine yeah. frankly uh, but not a lot going on there right now at the moment except that she's uh, 
strong independent woman unlike uh, some other women on the show and still it's going strong after and, the and little Carmella divorce takes a little bit of an issue with it mm-hmm. i guess what is actually that, that that maybe is the last thing we should talk about what is the deal with that why is why does carmella decide to rag on tony about mm. about uh charmaine looking so fucking fine i i don't know but i was thinking about it though like maybe after she got the ring last week there was like some kind of alarm going off in the back of her head that That's was like a good eh, point something's going on here and uh maybe she's just like close like it's kind of like like when tony wasn't sure if it was like jimmy or pussy being the rat like oh, it's yeah. it like it, she's in the right neighborhood but like not at the right house kind of de- kind of deal <laughs> yeah you well and, but also you know come to think of it she uh she also has considered leaving tony yeah and now charmaine has an attorney we talked about this we talked about this last week but you mm. know now charmaine has an attorney and she's really going for it and she looks fucking fiery hot yeah true in her like ridiculous dress yeah that i'm not mad at for some reason she looks like a fu- she looks for some like reason she's like a hot fencer or something <laughs> but she looks good yeah. yeah she looks really good and she like and she's so coy with Artie. she's like really rubbing it in his face oh, Arthur. Oh, yeah. you shot raviolis lately. <laughs> she looks like she's like it's like the beginning of a porno between the two of them back there. Like, yeah. you know, stop flirting with the customers. Okay, I guess I'll flirt with you. you yeah, Artie's uh, his little dance he does back there is so fucking good. amazing. Though it's really, it's a great scene, and we're both doing it right now. You just can't see it. Yeah, yeah. We're exactly. Just moving around wildly, He's like carrying the shit around. I love how he like kicks the door to get out. <laughs> 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 like, you really also can't do that in restaurants because you will hit someone in the face. Yeah, who's trying to get in. <laughs> but oh, Watha. I fucking I love it. Those two, like, I think we get more bang for our buck with those two in the scene than like almost anyone else. Yes, agreed. Um, okay, well, that's uh, that's all I got. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Stressmas. Oh, um, fucking ho. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna go enjoy the tree, and uh, <laughs> we should be back next week. Hopefully, <laughs> I think we I think we will be to talk about a, a classic episode. We almost we almost like have to be not to not to put us on the spot right now. No, I mean, um, but yeah, next week if we get to it. Is a fucking classic. <laughs> no, we'll get it. We'll we're get good. It. We'll we're get good. It. We're, we're, we're good. there. I mean, it's like we got up at like six in the morning to do this yeah. before we go to our church group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, that's why we're having wine. So, so we're, like, <laughs> exactly. we're, we're drinking sacramental wine during right. the podcast at six in the morning. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, you know, and all I wanted to say was the world don't run on love. Right. <laughs> I love that. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna use that. That's 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 a tattoo. It's I a think. good one. It's a good one. <laughs> Um, all right, so keep tweeting at us, and we'll keep tweeting right back because we won't stand down, and we deserve respect on Twitter. So. <laughs> we really do. And frankly, like I can't believe the backlash that we've experienced lately after all we've done for these guys. Oh, I love it. Like, the, I mean, uh, shout out to the women on Twitter that 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 write to us. Yeah. By yeah. the way, I feel like. <laughs> You know, if 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 no fucking ZD is an office building, I think the men's room has an awfully long line, <laughs> to, to, just to put it lightly. So Very I'm nice. glad to hear that we have some female listeners. Uh, true, true, true. Yeah, everyone's welcome. Um, <laughs> we're not as bad as we sound. Um, uh, the one thing I'd like to do, quick little thing. Uh, a friend of mine has a podcast called The Only Movie About Podcasts. We are the only... Sopranos podcast. They're the only movie podcast, or the only podcast about movies. Excuse <laughs> Wait, me. What? It's called the only podcast about movies. Uh, actually, the only movie about podcasts would be like actually an amazing <laughs> podcast name. Why? I thought you said that, and I was like, no, because 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 Brendan told me that he had to plug this thing, and I was like, I guess sure. And then I'm gl- you you dropped that as the name, and I was like, that's actually awesome. That's a great name. <laughs> I uh, I completely fucked it up. It's the, it's the only <laughs> podcast about movies. Uh, it's hosted by Shahir Dowd and Matthew Kroll. Uh, they're two people I've I worked with you here on a short film some years ago and uh, Matt Kroll is a producer and, and um, we went and saw The Room with Shahir as we well. did yes we saw a midnight showing of The Room which was which is hysterical it was awesome uh, if you're in New York City try and do that um uh, we talked about a movie called The Childhood of a Leader, and uh, it was it was some fun. Was and, it the leader of a childhood? <laughs> uh, the childhood of a podcast or yeah, something yeah, like exactly. that, yeah. The only podcast about movies. Uh, you can find them on iTunes, and I think that's going to go up. We're recording this on a Thursday. It might be up right now, or it's going up tonight. So check that out. Check them out. They are some good friends. It's definitely going up tonight, podcast time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Once again, it's the only podcast about <laughs> movies and not the other way around. Shahir, I'm so sorry. Um, 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, that, that keep checking us got out. You. Yeah. <laughs> I had one glass of wine. It's like a half a glass. <laughs> yeah, it was the tiniest little glass. Um, okay, great. So we'll be back next week, next time, whenever to talk about Pine Barrens, a Sopranos classic, a television a four, classic. It's gonna be a fourteen-minute episode about one of the greatest episodes of television of all time. Yeah, there's nothing to talk about. Well, we'll just be slurping ketchup packets the whole time. Oh my god. Well, actually, we do have some things to say that to, to pass on that. Uh, his his grace David yes. Chase told us about that. We that, do. that should take up forty seconds. <laughs> We're gonna stretch. We're gonna have to really stretch next week. We'll do May- crowd work. Is what we'll do. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should go question people and be like, "What do you think about that?" Yeah, we'll just ask people in the neighborhood. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, all right. Until next time, whenever that may be, um, it'll be <laughs> it'll next be week. next week. Uh, thanks for listening to No Fucking ZD. Fuck yourself. You fuck yourself. <laughs> Bye. Bye.